the Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball, basketball, football, NASCAR, plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling the Conversation Station or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream, or computer. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9923 and enter the pin 287-723-4600, followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devin, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, and Bill Sparks. Well, hello and welcome to Sports Lounge Live. We're here tonight in... Boy, are we going to be very, very, very busy. So I'm going to turn it over to Chris. Okay. Well, welcome, everybody. Uh, hope everyone had a nice uh, Christmas and hope everyone's had a nice Hanukkah, too. That's what we're wrapping up. And Happy New Year to everybody. Uh, you know, this is the last show of the year. This is the last show of the decade. In the next few weeks, we're going to talk about the year and the decade in review. We're too busy to do it tonight, but maybe we can do it uh, maybe even the next two or three weeks. It's fine to review things for a while because we'll have fewer NFL games uh, to cover because we won't have a full schedule. We'll just have the four playoff games each week, but we'll do that um, in upcoming. But tonight, we have the NFL to go over, uh, which we will do. We also have uh, college football. We had the two uh, playoff games yesterday, the two uh, national semifinals. Yeah. We'll talk about those games. We also, any bowl games that people uh, are, think are of interest, we can bring up as well. Uh, then we can talk about some baseball signings. Yeah, that, that kept rolling during the week. And uh, we do have uh, an NBA trade we can mention. We've got uh, any college basketball people want to bring up. The the uh, hockey, of course, gets a bit of the center stage uh, before the Rose Bowl on New Year's Day because we will have a, uh, a uh, you know, a classic, a winter classic on uh, January 1st. In 70-degree oh, Dallas, by the way. In 70-degree Dallas, yeah. I was going to check the Dallas forecast. I didn't get to. So it's going to be, it's gonna be interesting. It's going to be 70 degrees in Dallas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nashville, Nashville and Dallas this year in the winter classic. Yeah, two, of, two of the prime uh, winter uh, hubs are going to play hockey on uh, Wednesday. That's going to be great. Anyway, so without any further uh, confabulation, why don't we uh, listen to Sean and have him uh, get us going here. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, you can leave us messages at any time throughout the week. Let's say you are listening to the podcast, you're listening to the you think, I want to call. I, I don't like those guys having to say. They're, they're a bunch of turds. <laughs> I want to leave them a message. You dial 800-693-0595. Hit you just said we were for the birds, Sean. You know, that would have worked just as well. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too, but you know. Hey, hey it's the holiday season, them. right? Getting kind of crazy. Yeah, right? it, is, it is. I want to leave them a message and I want to criticize what they have to say. But yeah, hit option two there. Or if you want those Indianapolis ratings, too, on the All Things Radio, leave those. Leave those. That's right. That's anyway, we're going to have a brown also- spell. If you want to interact with us at any time, you want all these messages, the Sports Lounge Board, 712-432-3642. Hit five from the main menu, go to Board 9, not the Sports Lounge. Also, Board 13, and this is good throughout the week, is the schedule board, TV schedules, Sirius XM schedules, league schedules, all that stuff, especially with all the playoffs going on and who's going to play when, because right now, tonight, we really don't know who is playing when. We know most of the playoffs positions, but there's some waiting on what happens tonight. And speaking of tonight and the NFL, we should get to week 17 because a lot of stuff happened this week. So, Perry, let's take it away. It, we did. Uh, a lot of things happened this week. I mean, we now know all of the playoff teams, and we know everything in the AFC, but the NFC, we still have something to be determined, and we'll get to that after we go through the scores as to not confuse you with everything. So, we'll start with today's scores, and everything was today. There was no 
no uh, Thursday or Saturday games. And the first game, Dolphins 27, Patriots 24. Chris, I imagine you are not pleased. I am not. Um, the, you know, the Patriots neither was really Scott well. Zolak. <laughs> no, neither was Scott Zolak. And, uh, you know, he's a good mirror for the for the fans as far as, you know, you can basically, you know, he he does a talk show every day. And so he's, he's basically imagining what's going to go on. As a matter of fact, I think he lost him off days. Probably wouldn't have had to do his show for a couple of days this week, but he's going to have to now to get ready. That's for what game. that's what he said that he lost a couple off days. Yeah, that's he right. said, now I'm going to have to order all week. That's right. You know? Well, anyway, um, the thing is that the offense, I mean, the defense, you look at it superficially and you look at it and you say the defense let him down. And they didn't have a good day. Nobody played very well. Um, <laughs> you know, the offense uh, finally pieced it together, managed to come up with, you know, 24 points, which wins most games. But they then let the Dolphins, and not the most high-powered offense in the league, drive down the field. I mean, Fitzpatrick has had a great year with the Dolphins. I mean, they should just forget about bringing a new quarterback right now and just bring him back next year and go from there and uh, build around him because he, he had quite a year. But, you know, it's just you, you, you just can't let them hang around like they did. And, you know, Brady, uh, they, they need receivers. They, they're running back. They're, they would have needed this buy. They really did to get healthier. And when was the last time the Patriots ago. had a Ten, ten years ago. The first, decade, the first decade of it, and they mentioned it on the Ravens game today, first decade of the uh, game of the decade in 2010 that the Patriots or Ravens played. Ray Rice got the first handoff from scrimmage, ran at about 50 yards. Patriots uh, never caught up, and they were chasing them the rest of the day. So that was the last time they had to uh, host a wild card game. And, uh, you know, th- this is just, uh, there's just something wrong. And whether at the end of Brady and Belichick together, or I don't know what it is, things will probably come out after the season. Um, but it's just not, it, you know, it looks like their streak of eight, nine, what is it, uh, eight straight uh, AFC championship games is going to go by. Because if they do beat Tennessee, which they can do, I'm, I'm not saying I wouldn't pick them. I think they could do that. But then they'd have to go to Kansas City. And then they'd have to, you know, you know it's just, it's a, it's a lot then of work. likely they'd have to go to Baltimore. Then they probably have to go to Baltimore. And uh, I was thinking that they would get the two, they would be off, they would then just have to beat uh, maybe Kansas City here, and which would be easier to do, even though they didn't do it earlier this year. And that's the reason they were in this position. They lost to Kansas City. You know, they lost to Baltimore. They lost to Houston. So when they were playing the good teams, and now Miami, they really didn't come through. And that's not like Patriots. And the defense gave it up at the end, but you got to give the Dolphins a lot of credit. And you got to give Brian Flores a lot of credit. He kept that team. They were disastrous at the beginning of the season. He kept them on, on track, and they he had did a decent it. year. Remember, this was, the team, this was the team, Chris, that everybody said at the beginning of the season. They don't want to win games. They want that number one pick. They don't want to win. Well, clearly that memo did not get through to the coaches and the players. No, that's true. Nope. That's definitely true. So good, good. Congratulations to the Dolphins. I got to say that too because uh, they really did play a good game today, and the Patriots did not. And and Jimmy Cephalo was in a good mood today at the end of the game. Uh, yeah, I imagine he was. <laughs> he absolutely was. Uh, another broadcaster. We mentioned Scott Zolak not being in a good mood today. Uh, Wayne Larravee was in a good mood at the end of the game, but not through most of the game. Packers twenty three, Lions twenty. But they are lucky that they were playing the Lions because if they were playing any team that was anybody, they probably wouldn't have won today because it took them a while. Yeah, it took them a while to wake up. In In the early games, it was very strange. The only team that was ready to go and do what they needed to do was the Saints. And the Patriots, the Chiefs, and the Packers struggled a lot. And, you know, they were behind. They were struggling. You know, the the Packers got behind 17-3 to and had to come back. And Aaron Rodgers had his first good day in a long time. He threw, I think, for over 300 yards and and, uh, really brought them back. But he hadn't done much the last six or seven games, they were saying. So, uh, you know. Minnesota wasn't really awake. 
Well, Minnesota. Who? Minnesota? Well, they, didn't, they didn't play anybody. I mean, they this was their be. reserves. They didn't need to be. They, they that was their long winter's nap. They're good because yes. uh, they were already in the sixth seed. But we're talking about the teams that weren't really wanted to win for playoff positioning, and New yeah. Orleans is the only ones that really took care of business. Kansas City and Green Bay did get it done, and you got to give them that. And the Patriots did not. So you you can't let these yeah. teams hang around, and you got to give credit to all the teams they were playing: the Chargers, the Dolphins, uh, the Lions, and the uh, not Carolina. We will not give them credit because they were no. horrible. Anyway, and, so. you, and you know the Saints could get, they could still be rewarded for showing up today you know and yeah. we yeah. we don't know we it depends on what we'll happens tonight. tonight that's right jets 13 bills six the bills really didn't even play anybody so you can't say that yeah. this was on the starters they played the backups and all that so and yeah buffalo already knew where they were going to be so well the the uh, the thing about uh, the jets is that i just heard they were in the second half of the season they were six and two and you know you can say well they played this team they played that team played the dolphins and all these things well they end up seven and nine adam gates did a good job we've been we've been making fun of him all season, but we, we really need to stop. Got him to seven yeah. and nine, and they've got Stan, Sam Darnold. They get you know they need to obviously improve. They're not ready to really make the playoffs yet, but they're in that mix that's right behind that. You know they're they actually have the same record as the Raiders and the and the um, and Denver. You know with seven and nine, and you wouldn't have believed it at the beginning of the year. We said the disastrous teams were the Bengals, the Dolphins, and the Jets. We were making fun of all three of them. Oh, and the Jets and Dolphins them, yeah. turned turned it around. Uh, the Bengals did not really. Uh, they won a couple at the end, but you know the Jets and Dolphins are really uh, represented themselves pretty well this year. But Buffalo is going to be a dangerous team for Houston in the playoffs, that's for sure. They certainly will. Chiefs 31, Chargers 21. The Chargers kept this game close, and to be honest, the Chiefs, like the Packers and the Patriots, the Chiefs, I mean, they won the game, but they didn't well, really, they didn't look terribly impressive. And there's also talk that this is this Philip Rivers' last game as a Charger? It may have been. I think it, I think it could be. It may have been. The thing, too, about this game was it was uh, the, the special teams uh, was a big part of it, and also the running back, uh, uh, Darian Williams. Uh, those That was the difference. I mean, the Chargers did hang in for an early game. They have, you know, these West Coast teams, because the East and the West were playing in the uh, AFC, uh, or not in the AFC, I guess in the NFC. Anyway, there just seemed to be a lot of times when the, when the Pacific time zone teams were here at 1 o'clock, more than I remember any other year. Yeah, yeah no, it, it was a lot this year. And uh, the Chargers, and they all did fairly well at it. Seattle did well. Chargers did well. They all uh, did a decent job. But uh, they, they hung in for a team that wasn't going to the playoffs. And uh, we will see what happens to Philip Rivers. But we do know that um, uh, Lynn is coming back. I can't think of his first name right now. Uh, we, I don't think we know that. Ofi- we've heard that he probably no, will, we, but I don't think we know it officially yet. No. Yeah, we don't no, know it officially. We don't know officially, but it probably will be. That's what they're telling us. Anthony Lynn, yes. Well, Pierre will be happy about this. I see your hand, Pierre, and we'll get to you when I come back over from doing the scores. Saints 42, Panthers 10, and this was a blowout from the get-go. It was. They, they didn't mess around. They gave Carolina no idea that they were going to compete in this game, and that's what you that's what the Patriots are supposed to do and the Chiefs and the Packers. And uh, they, they, you know, and, and on the road, too. This means if you add up what happened last night with the LSU victory, they outscored the LSU and the Saints outscored their opponents this weekend 105 to 38. So <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty good. I think uh, Pierre should be happy. Yeah. Pierre yeah. Should be, Pierre should be in a really good mood. And like we said earlier, they could still be rewarded if the right things happen tonight. Yeah, well, he, he's rooting for the Seahawks tonight. That's what he's yep. doing. Bears 21, Vikings 19. Well, nobody played for the Vikings, really. So you credit the Bears. They won the yeah. game good, but you, didn't, you, yeah, weren't play, you weren't playing the real Vikings. No, yeah, and weren't. Apparently, they're kind of saying that maybe uh, Nagy and, uh, you know, they'll just re- revisit everything and maybe try to redesign, maybe get different coordinators, do something else. It kind of sounds like Nagy might be back, too. I don't know, but that's it, kind of what it, I'm that's the way it's yeah. that's the way it sounds. Yes. Yeah. And Andrew Bisky. Yes. 
Falcons 28, Bucks 22 in overtime. Guess how the Falcons won the game in overtime on Jameis Winston's 30th interception of the season. Bye-bye, Jameis. I have heard that they are really seriously considering bringing him back. Yeah, oh, I mean, Lord. he's a, really? he's a Florida State guy. Yeah. You know, they, they, you know, he's you know the thing is, he, he's, in, he's in this club of thirty touchdowns, thirty or more touchdowns, thirty or more interceptions. I don't know who else is in it. Or I think he's the only one. He's the only one. Whatever. Yeah, he could he be history today. He could yeah. be, but uh, yeah, that was that was something for Atlanta. And again, yeah, Atlanta no, he, is not making he any is changes. History. They were talking. They were talking to. He had thrown. Uh, that he was that close going into today's game of being the only man ever. For and by the way, speaking of the Falcons, Dan Quinn, their coach, will return next year. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. already yeah. announced this week, so Dan Quinn will not be on the firing line. And Thomas Dimitrov, their general manager as well. He's That's correct. As well. And Arthur Blank, we have been telling you that Arthur Blank doesn't like to fire people. So, um, you know, and hey, they, they, they've got some talent. And they did have some injuries, so we'll see. I mean, uh, we'll see what they can do. But And that division uh, is, is winnable because you never know when Breeze is going to get older. And uh, Tampa Bay has Winston to deal with. And we don't know if Carolina is going to be making a lot of changes. So uh, we'll see what they can do. Yeah, we'll see. Bengals 23, or, uh, 33, Browns 23. couple headlines out of this game. It's the last game for probably for Anthony Dalt, Anthony, or uh, Andy Dalt. Dalton. Andy Dalton. I was looking at other things. Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. It was his last game likely as a Bengal. And Freddie Kitchens, it's already been announced, Freddie Kitchens out as the Browns coach. Yes. Well, we'll see if somebody can control. You know, the, you never establish a program until you keep a coach. See, this is what Atlanta's looking at. They're saying, well, we've got a program. It took us to the Super Bowl. Let's see if we can get everybody back on track and make some changes and, and work this out. If you change coaches every year or two and you don't want to keep coaches forever that are no good, and this guy may not be a good coach, but he also had a bad mix of people. He had to deal with Odell Beckham. He had to deal with Baker Mayfield. He had to deal with a lot of different people off the field doing some crazy things and saying some crazy things. And it's really hard to do that. And you just wonder how much is him and how much is the, the you know, not toxic environment, but an explosive environment, I guess. Uh, I think a lot of it was him, though, because some of those could have been, some of those could have been controlled. Yeah, I mean, him, we- him wearing a T-shirt and, you know, promoting the Paul Pittsburgh yeah. thing. And, you know, I'm a, yeah, yeah. He, he, so, a lot of it was him. He got in the middle of it. So the, the point is, did he learn anything from it? And 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 who are they going to bring in there? I mean, it only takes one. You know, the old thing in baseball. Well, nobody's going to pay $20 million for that pitcher. Yeah, somebody will. If they ask for it, somebody will. So somebody yep. will take this job because it's an NFL coaching job. And even though the owner's crazy and the players are crazy, <laughs> uh, they'll come in here and uh, try to do something next year. So yeah, one of the right rumors part. that I've already heard with the Browns is they would like to bring in uh, Lincoln Riley from Oklahoma because he did so well managing Baker Mayfield in college, which really, I don't know that he manage Baker Mayfield. I think Baker Mayfield really, you know, he kind of did what he wanted to in college in a lot of ways. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, now yeah, we go to the late, the late games. Congratulations to the Titans. They get in 35-14 over the Texans, but there again, the Texans did not Houston play. Houston already knew. Yeah, Houston's, Houston knew after the early, that was the, that was the one game, that was the one game where you knew where they couldn't put them at the time with the others because they wanted Tennessee matching up in their playoff situation, but Houston yep. knew, so they just said, "You know what? Well, big big day, big day for Derrick Henry. Yeah, big day for Derrick Henry and Ryan and um, and Tannehill. And uh, you know they'll come in here on a high and uh, see what they can do with the Patriots uh, yep. next weekend. And you still get ready for Buffalo, and that'll be that. You 
That's yeah. right. That's not going to be easy for Houston. That's for it, sure. It absolutely top. will not. Ravens 28, Steelers 10. Um, Hopefully the Steelers will have Roethlisberger back next year because, yeah. boy, once he went down, the quarterback situation was bad. And, and in a lot yeah. of ways, in a lot of ways, I know every year everybody says about firing Mike Tomlin. In a lot of ways, he did about as good as you could ask somebody to do. He held them together. With managing that team this year. Yep, he did. He held them together. Yep, he did. And, uh, you know, in other years, last year, uh, with with um, Antonio Brown and with, uh, you know, uh, Le'Veon Bell and all these other distractions, uh, you could argue that, hey, they had more talent and, and they didn't do as well as he didn't do as well as he should have. But this year, I think he, he, he really did a good job. He'd never get coach of the year or anything like that because, you know, that you don't give it to a guy who's eight and eight, but he probably, he may have done the best job in the league. Yep. Eagles 34 Giants 17. Congratulations to the Eagles. They win the NFC East and will get a home playoff game. They do. And they're going to have to play it again, like a Houston. They're going to have to play a tough opponent in either Seattle or uh, San, San Francisco. Francisco. And I'm, that's not going to be easy yep. for the Eagles, but it won't be easy for for the team coming in either. I don't know what the weather is purported to be for next week in Philadelphia. There's that. But beyond that, um, Seattle's kind of banged up and uh, so we'll see about that. San Francisco would be pretty uh, pretty disappointed to lose tonight to the Seattle team. So they would not come in on a high. So it could be the Eagles might uh, have a a shot at that game. And they were saying too that uh, the Eagles broadcast I was listening to, the Eagles will probably be uh, the, you know, not the first, but they'll be a home playoff team and probably not favored. Probably not. It depends on how the teams look in the in, during this game. You know, if one of them gets blown out and then goes into Philadelphia, they might uh, might influence the line. But uh, we'll see. Cowboys uh, forty seven, Redskins sixteen. Likely not official, but likely the last Cowboy game for Jason Garrett. Probably and, uh, the last game. Well, no, I, the the Redskins. I mean, they I beat the Redskins, and frankly, they should have. I have a buddy who's a roofer. He's already offered. He said Jason Garrett can come work him on Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope he doesn't have high roofs because Jason may be kind of depressed. You know. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. He can't get on high roofs. That's right. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. But no. I mean, uh, this is uh, you know, as long as uh, uh, Jerry Jones can get a coach he can control, uh, you know, he won't win, and or he'll make the playoffs and lose in the first round, or he'll never. Get back to the Super Bowl. The only time he could do it when it was funny, he had a coach who stand up to him with Jimmy Johnson and and for you know the carryover with um uh, what's the name the next Barry uh, Switzer. Barry Switzer. Well, the Switzer carryover, you know. Up. But that, after Switzer that, it's been there, you realize but, it's been twenty three years that the Cowboys have been in the Super Bowl. Twenty four. Yep. Twenty four years. 20, uh, yeah, twenty four, twenty ninety five. Yeah, that was. Yep. And, and speaking of the Redskins, we have some Redskins news. Bruce Allen, their uh, football operations guy, is out, and uh, rumors are surfacing that. Some some of the people they want to interview or they are going to interview are Marvin Lewis, uh, Ron Rivera, and Matt, and, Rule. Uh, and Matt Rule from Baylor. So we'll see yeah, how that yeah. goes. Yeah, but they will wait till after Wednesday to talk to Matt Rule, obviously. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. yes. I, they, uh, the thing is that, uh, you know, that's as crazy, almost as crazy an owner, as crazy as the Browns owner. So it's not a great place to go to work. Oh, he's almost as crazy as Jerry Jones. Yep. Yeah, well, Jerry, Jerry Jones manages to get a little talent around him. And, and uh, you know, th- these other places, Cleveland and Washington, it's even worse because you, you tend not to have the talent that they have in Dallas. Jaguars 38, Colts 20. Bill, I did not hear one minute of this game. I'm assuming you did. I did. Colts very looked pretty well the first half. I mean, Jacksonville, for goodness sakes. But they gave it up the second half. Um, what do they say? Whatever rises to its level, and that's exactly yeah. what happened with the Colts. And it will continue to happen. The old Jimmy Irsay 
we would have a coaching change in Indianapolis and a general manager change, but he's learning to be a hands-off owner. So I think we'll pretty much have the same thing, and we'll be talking pretty much the same way next year. Well, I think Frank Reich's a pretty good coach. I think the real problem, with, and they'll move on from Adam Vinatieri, I'm sure, the real problem for the Colts was special teams. I think you could imagine them winning a couple more games and being in the mix today for a playoff spot if uh, there hadn't been all those problems and on I special would, teams. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go down on your Colts. So, like I said, I think they're a year or two away. They got, they got some talent. They're, they're a young team. They got, they're, you know, a year or two away. The Colts are there. And that injury with the T.Y. Hilton was not good either when he no. was out as no. much as he was. That didn't help. No, and there are some conflicting reports about whether Doug Marone will return as Jacksonville's coach, so stay tuned on that. We've heard kind of both ways, so we'll, we will report back yeah, to you we'll next week. Right. Broncos 16, Raiders 15. Uh, the Raiders went for two to win the game, Robert. I assume you were okay with that. Yeah, I was, and of course that's the end of the Oakland Raiders. Uh, they now officially become uh, Viva Las Vegas time, and uh, we'll see what happens when they move into that brand new stadium next year. And yeah, like uh, I was listening on the Broncos network, and like Dave Logan said, he said, really, what, what purpose would you serve to go to overtime? Right. right. And uh, you didn't listen to Brent? I no. didn't. No. Uh, generally, <laughs> no. I, heard so, I heard so many Dr. Pepper commercials from him on our local radio station during the college games yesterday. I'd heard oh, yeah, the fan, the fan zone, yes. I heard, yes. Yeah. Um, no, now, uh, now maybe with the Raiders getting out of Oakland, maybe the city can get closer to helping the A's build a real baseball stadium, and that that's what the city of Oakland needs to concentrate on, and uh, the NFL time is over. Let them go to Vegas, and, and like I said, this will clear. Hopefully, this will clear the ways for the A's to have a real stadium, and that should be the focus of the city. So, uh, you're going to stay a Raiders fan? Uh, yeah, I did. What, I did when they moved to LA, so I'm going to continue to do it when they're in Vegas. Okay. And also, we didn't introduce Robert. I should have done that. This is ringside Robert, or, or coughing, coughing his head off. Robert, we call him sometimes this week. Yeah, I've, and, I've got a cold, uh, guys. So sorry about that. And uh, Robert Herrick. So that's who uh, that was chiming in yep. on the Raiders. Hadn't touched yep. mentioned our, yet. And our final late game was Rams 31, <clears throat> Cardinals 24. And uh, with all the playoff stuff going on, uh, I didn't catch much of that game. A little bit. Bit, but uh, with the playoff stuff going on, I was paying attention to that. Yeah, well, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Kyler uh, Mayfield. You know, Kyler, Kyler Murray. That. Kyler oh, Murray played, and uh, which he wasn't supposed to do. He had a pretty good game. Uh, but the Rams, you know, the Rams have a little more talent than Arizona. Arizona yeah. had a decent year this year, though. And uh, the Rams, uh, of course, are disappointed they didn't make a playoff. It was, it was what it was. It was. It was just there. It was a game of two teams. That, okay, what are we going to do? I noticed Dave Pash wasn't there. They had a different announcer. I don't know who that was, but uh, he's probably got a bowl game to do somewhere. So he probably, probably wasn't there. Either that or he might be doing the NBA game tonight on ESPN. Okay. So we had a couple yeah. of deaths in NFL circles this week to mention. Uh, Rusty Hilger. Uh, apparently he was a, a quarterback at Oklahoma State, although David USF did not give us any information yeah. about his Oklahoma State career. But he was 57 years old. He played for the Raiders from 85 through 87. And then he played for the Lions from eight, in 88. Uh, he was the third string guy between uh, behind Jim Plunkett and Mark Wilson with the Raiders, except in, he did start five games in 87 before the strike. Uh, you know, uh, and then uh, everything got 
got disrupted that year. That was a crazy year. And then uh, then in, he went to Detroit in 88. He started for nine, nine starts for the Lions. But then he had chronic arthritis, which forced him to retire. And uh, he died of cancer. He was Again, he was 57 years old. The other guy, the, you know, the old AFL, we talk about the old AFL and we talk about how many points they used to score. Well, one of the reasons was uh, the teams pretty much all had very good wide receivers. And uh, you had Don Maynard with the Titans slash Jets. You had Gino Capaletti here with the Patriots. You had uh, Charlie Hennigan with Houston, you know, different ones. Well, the one for the uh, uh, Bills, oh, and uh, we can't forget uh, Lance Allworth with the Chargers, of course. But the one for the Bills was Albert Dubenyan. He was uh, 86 years old when he died. Played from with the Bills and only the Bills from 60 through 68. He was an all-star, AFL all-star in 64. He won uh, two AFL, AFL championships, beating the Chargers in both 64 and 65. And he is, and he's in the Buffalo Wall of Fame. And uh, on 56 years ago yesterday, they played a divisional deciding game between the Patriots and Buffalo on a Saturday afternoon. And the Patriots won it by something like 41-26. I don't remember the score. But part of that game, he uh, caught a 94-yard, a, 93-yard pass from Daryl LaMonica. Uh, that was after the trade of Daryl LaMonica from the Raiders uh, to the Bills for uh, Tom Flores. So he did that, and he had, let's see, uh, I'm looking for, he had 35 touchdowns, uh, 290, I don't know, he had 5,294 5, yards, 35 touchdowns, don't have the number of receptions here, and uh, he died uh, of Alzheimer's disease, or dementia, they're saying here. So uh, there you go, those were the two deaths we had. Actually, in any of the sports this week, it was it's the holidays, we can't have the Grim Reaper take yeah, time off. That's a good, but we do right. have, we do have a couple Couple of hands and uh, Pierre, I imagine. Um, let me get to. Pierre's got a lot to say, I'm sure. I imagine, Pierre, that your hand is tired from being raised for so long. You're probably like, please finish these scores quickly, but uh, go ahead, Pierre. Well, I'm pulling for Seattle tonight because I heard a statistic today that no team uh, in the wild card game has made the Super Bowl since 2007. That okay. is you know, I think yeah, it's possible. Correct. I think it's possible, though, Pierre, that that happens this year. I hope so. Well, with the with the Saints and the Packers and the 49ers, if you if the 49ers win and you end up the Saints at the three seats, that's that arguably the best one two three combination we've ever had in in the wild. You know, it drops off for the Eagles for the for the four division winners. But I think you could argue with all you know. You got 13 win teams here, and uh, you know, so I, I think you could argue that's the best three you've ever had. And the Saints, any one of the three of them could go to the Super Bowl. I think they, they absolutely and I know could. Pierre, I know Pierre, you had a good night last night, but I want to ask you. I want to ask you. I know it's not our college segment, but while we have you here, all right, for those of you that don't know, uh, reporter Charlie McCord. Carly Carly, Carly McCord. Died in a plane crash uh, in Lafayette. She was on her way, I guess, to cover the game. Her brother, is it her brother-in-law is the offensive coordinator? It's yeah. her father, her father-in-law. 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 But, okay, she was a reporter in Baton Rouge. Uh, but she had no, she wasn't in Baton Rouge. No, she she's in New Orleans. Orleans. She works on WDSU television. Right. Okay, yeah. Do you, are you, okay, yeah. Thank, that's why I'm glad. That's why I'm asking Pierre to clear this <laughs> Okay, so tell I wouldn't, the story. I wouldn't know all that stuff, Pierre, if it weren't for Twitter. <laughs> right. So the the deal was, I think if I, because uh, I heard this story too, apparently they did not mention it to the team uh, and they, the father-in-law did know and he was coaching yeah, the yeah, game. Yeah, he was the only one knew. He was crying on the sidelines before the game, but they didn't tell the team till the game was over. Right, right. So what was your, what, what they was They must have known something though, Pierre, because a lot of the, they were saying on the radio, a lot of the players went over, when they noticed something, they went over and hugged him. So they must have known something, just maybe well, they maybe went over and asked him and then he told them or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. but. But uh, anyway, well, yeah, we'll get into the college in, in a little while. But, yeah, that's a, that's yeah a I was just wondering about her as a like reporter. Are you familiar with her? 
No, because she, like I said, she was in New Orleans. The only okay. thing that I can, the only thing I can tell you is um, Sean Kelly, who does the games for ESPN, and that is certainly, I would, I will tell you, a drop off from Bill Rosinski, in all honesty. But uh, Sean Kelly said when he worked for the Pelicans that he did know her, and he said she is a very, very nice person and a, you know, yes. a classy yeah. person. So that's the only person that I can say that I've heard, you know. And I would have normally asked that in the college, but since we're here, here, I didn't yeah, know. no, that's fine. That's but fine. I mean, what was weird was the the plane was only in the air for a minute. It went up right. and straight down. Yeah. Wow! Because yep. it crashed. Yeah. In for those who don't know, the plane crashed in in Lafayette, Louisiana. It killed uh, her and four other people were on the plane. Right, one right. survivor. And the only reason her husband wasn't on the plane, he had to work. Okay. So um, for next week when we do the NFL, because we'll have more time, I'm also going to read everybody the final standings. We can maybe make comments on each of the teams that's not in the play. We'll be talking about playoff games. We can also run through uh, the standings like we do with the other sports and give you the final standings of the league. And real real quick, quick, uh, Chris, why don't you – what we know – you can tell us what we know about the schedule. Okay. Well, the AFC matchups, we know matchups. We don't know times or or dates yet for Saturday and Sunday. I think the games are going to be – uh, on Saturday, uh, traditionally they're 4.30 in the afternoon and 8.15 in the evening Eastern time. And then on Sunday, they should be 1 uh, p.m. and 4.30. And right. we know that in the AFC, the Patriots will host Tennessee and uh, Buffalo will travel to Houston. And in the NFC, we know that Minnesota will go to the three seed. But we do know that uh, ball, that uh, Philadelphia will host uh, a game against the loser of the Seattle-San Francisco game tonight. So and we know, know that, now. and we know that the Packers have a bye, and we don't know Packers the other have bye. a bye. They yeah. have one, the one or the two seed. If Seattle wins, they'll have the three seed. If Seattle loses, they'll be the five seed. San Francisco will be one, Green Bay two, and New Orleans three, which would mean New Orleans would host uh, Minnesota or whatever. But we'll know all that by about midnight or eleven thirty. Right, we have another race. So we do, and that would be. Jerry, go ahead. Okay, well, I liked, uh, I totally agree with what was said about Mike Tomlin. With all the adversities he went through and everything, he held that team together. Yep. Far as and, and there are some, and there are some years, Jerry. That I mean, let's be honest. There are some years he has not done a good job of holding it together. That's true. That's yours, a train wreck. But but, but this year was not one of them. Right. No. Okay, and the ahead, Eagles. The Eagles are a little shaky, too. I was a little worried when it was tied at 17 there, but they just came right on back. Yeah, well, they won four in a row to win the division. We got to give, we didn't really talk about that, but we got to give the Eagles credit for keeping it together. They've had a lot of injuries. I don't know if they'll get healthier over the weekend than get anybody back, but they've had, especially in the wide receiving core, uh, the running, but they've been running the ball better the last couple of weeks, and that win over Dallas was was a big one. Of course, they beat the Giants today. They beat the Redskins the week before, coming from behind in, in the Redskins game. That's kind of and they turned it on, and the Giants the week before when they behind them. So uh, yeah, they they really uh, thundered down the stretch, and uh, we'll have to see. I mean, they they're going to have a tough opponent in either the 49ers or the Seahawks. Right. We are running just a little bit late, Bill. So why don't we take a timeout? Bill's going to tell us who's listening, and then we will go into college football. We will. And one second, I got a I had a little focus issue here. All right, Ken that's not easy. That's not easy for blind people, folks. That's, That's right. right. Call in 646-876-9923 or download the Zoo app. And I'll Keep it cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. 
Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first. Name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and left with money ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. Two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2 men 2 xorg to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F. Face drooping. A. Arm weakness. S. Speech difficulty. T. Time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. The storks are bringing me a baby brother. We can do this together. All right, let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh, my gosh, you don't know. I know. You don't. (laughs) Oh, man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. (laughs) No. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. All right, let's see who in the world might be listening. Let's say hello to Orange, California. I don't think we've had that one before. No, we have not. Hello. Oh, we got one from Japan. We've never had Japan. Oh, wow. Wow. Welcome welcome to Japan. Oh, Oh, that's great. All our, defeated, the, all, our, all our defeated enemies listen to this show. That's, that's good yeah. to know. The, the home of the Olympics next year. So Right. Uh, let's go to Ontario, good. California and say hello. Okay. Let's do uh, Ontario, Canada. That's okay. That's not bad. We've got a bed for yeah, India. Yeah, could be Dave. The home of Damon Bailey. Ever heard of Damon Bailey, basketball player and Mr. Basketball? No. I've heard, oh, yeah, Damon Bailey. Hoosier, all that kind of stuff. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, let's see. St. Louis, Missouri. All right, Jim and Marlene or Leonard. That's Hello. right. And we've got another listener from Germany. Okay. okay. There you go. Keep the Germany streak oh. going. That's right. Now let's go to Switzerland. We're all over the map. Okay. Wow, we're all over the world today. Wow. Another Germany. Okay. Chicago. Might as well be Germany. Uh, Let's see who else. Uh, Madison, Wisconsin, the home of the Badgers. Yeah. Okay. Coming up for the Rose Bowl this week. Milwaukee. Okay. Congratulations. Congratulations to the Cheeseheads today. Yeah. Wheeling, Illinois. Uh, Let's see. Clinton Township, Michigan. Okay. Okay, Laura. Yep. Laura, hi, Laura. Austin, Texas. Yep. Hi, Gary. Hello, Gary. Hey, Gary. Let's go back to Montreal, Quebec. Okay. Okay. So there you go, guys. They're just some of the people wow. listening All right. because of Sean. <laughs> 
Okay. Wow. So now we go there to we college go. football. International players. Yes. Yeah. International players. Yep. Yeah. College college football. Well, it was a crazy day in college football. We had one game that was a blowout and one game that was an instant classic. As Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Well, you wondered what should they have been there. That's a whole argument. But there was a team that was there, and they got they got play against LSU, and LSU took them out sixty three twenty eight. Yep. And then you had the other game, Clemson, Ohio State, 29-23. Clemson, Ohio State got out to a 16-0 lead. It could have very easily been a 24-0 lead, but two of those touchdowns were called back. Or one was called back, one was... You know, it could have been touchdown, but there was a vegetable, so it could have been, tw- but it was 60. And then Clemson just stepped up, and, you know, they took over. I mean, yep. it was a battle. Uh, I think that was, that was a classic game. Yep, ATN, uh, their running back did a great job, and their quarterback uh, brought them from uh, behind. Trevor Lawrence. And yep. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor and they, Lawrence they're saying, job. I heard this morning that they think he might be the best uh, NFL prospect out of all of them. You know? yeah, he, may, he, may be, he may be, and he won't be in it. Remember, he's not up until next year. Next year, yep. Okay. Oh, yeah, he still has one more year. That's right. He's only a sophomore. That's right. Okay. I keep forgetting he was a freshman last year. I was thinking he, I was thinking he was a junior this year, but he is only a sophomore. You know what? So you guys I, I think, want to run down, I think an uh, honorable some... mention for for games yep. yesterday. I, uh, Memphis yeah. did lose to Penn State, fifty three to thirty nine. That I think, was a good I think game. Memphis proved that that they certainly belong there. And uh, Notre Dame did beat Iowa State, thirty three to nine. I think by the time we hit the fourth yeah. quarter, I just don't think Iowa State had much ambition to keep that going. No, and you had some other good games. I mean, uh, Friday, Texas A and M, Oklahoma State. It was a pretty yep. decent game. Uh, yep. You know, you had, uh, how, about, how about this one? Uh, Miami made history on Thursday. Miami made history the first Power 5 conference team to get shut out in a bowl game by a, by a group a of lower five. Teams, yep. A lower and team, yeah. And Pittsburgh beat Eastern Michigan. And that was, in the and that was a crazy battle. That, yeah. that fight at the end, that was just... Yeah, Louisiana was, Tech were the team that beat Miami. We should give them credit uh, to, yep. the, uh, yes. to the Bulldogs, yeah, but, I guess yeah, they are. Michigan State beat Wake Forest. That was a pretty good game. Yeah, that was a decent game. And, uh, North, Carolina Iowa, blew out, North Carolina blew out Temple. Wow, that was, I, that was a slaughter. Iowans got to be happy because Iowa blew out USC. So well, the Hawkeye, the Hawkeye fans are happy, not, yeah. not the Cyclone fans. Cyclone fans, yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's so right. Yeah, in the, the upcoming fans. games, what do you guys uh, foresee? This you know we've got New Year's Day, and we got some games tomorrow and Tuesday. What do you guys foresee for some good games coming up that you think are interesting? I think Baylor, Georgia, Baylor, Georgia, Wisconsin, Oregon are both going to be good games. Uh-huh. Uh Florida, Virginia, uh, I don't know. Texas, Utah, we got that coming up. Uh, Alabama, Alabama, Michigan, Michigan, Alabama. To me, when you just look at it from an outsider, you say there's two programs. Yeah, boy, Mich- you know, yeah, that, Michigan, that, Alabama, the decent game. And Auburn, Minnesota uh, should be pretty good, too. Oh, yeah. Auburn, Minnesota should be real good. Yeah. Uh, well, we do. Let's go. Uh, we do have a hand, and this is uh, Dick from Wisconsin. So, Dick, welcome oh, aboard. Okay. All right. Hello, everybody. Hey. hey. I tell you, you know, you heard that this quarterback from Eastern Michigan got kicked out of the game for fighting. He did. Like, he did. The- yeah. He, well, he, bought, he, he yes. accidentally threw a punch at a referee is what he did. Oops. That's not a good idea. That's going to lower his draft status in the NFL, that's for sure. Oh, wait a minute. No, we still have the Bengals and the Browns, and there's a few teams that'll take them sight unseen <laughs> for that. That's okay. Yeah. Well, this is true. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, Michigan, Alabama, I think Alabama will probably. Michigan played Alabama in the past. They had their heads handed to them. So yeah. I yeah. expect yeah. Alabama 
will give them a good whooping. Mm-hmm. I, wa- I wonder with I wonder with Alabama though, Dick, are they going to be ready to play that game, or are they going to be well? We're not in the playoffs, so it doesn't yeah. that much matter. You know, that's that's kind of what yeah. you wonder with them. Yeah, that's true. You never yeah, know. Say, going going back to NFL, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry for the Chris from New England, but I'm really kind of glad to see the Patriots don't have a bye. It's really time for some new teams in the Super Bowl. Well, I don't I don't agree, of course, but that's okay. <laughs> and this will be this will be every year. New England and Alabama have never won championships in the same year. Well, well, say, we already know Alabama no, won't, and now we may we've you know this, the Patriots, as they say, they'll be lucky to get by. I mean, you know. There can be Tennessee, and I think they'll get that together. I mean, after that, Nick, boy. if we have Nick, if we have Nick Saban, Bill Belichick go down the same year. <laughs> <laughs> you, did, you didn't just say that, did you, Sean? That, uh-huh. Yes, I, okay. I got a question for you. Yeah. Okay. okay, go ahead. Um, I'm curious, what are the uh, writers saying in New England about Brady? Yeah, I've listened to some of the games, and mm-hmm. I think your your play by play guy is very good. Uh, yeah. uh-huh. It seems to me that Brady is not doing as well as he has in the past. Well, it's not. It's not all Brady's fault. There's not. You've got. Edelman and a bunch of guys. Now the rookies are coming on a little bit. Um, you know, Har- uh, Harry and uh, and Myers are coming along, <clears throat> but they're rookies. You've got uh, guys that are up and down. Mohammed Sanu has been a disappointment, and you sh- you should hear uh, you know Scott Zolak on him. He just doesn't think of, you know he came up short on a first down. You got they were like third and five, and he went two yards. You know, caught the ball. You know that kind of thing. You've got to know where the sticks are. You got to be a professional. So they really don't have a lot of people around him to uh, uh, you know. It's nowhere near what you know. If they had had Antonio Brown. And uh, Josh Gordon, like they were supposed to. Now that was rich. they were both risky propositions. But if they had had those guys, you know, when they started the year, they had those guys, and they had Edelman. That that was a good receiving core. And then, but now they're having to use other guys that aren't as good a lot more than they'd like to. So I'm not sure if it's Brady or or them. And you know, the issue is, do Brady and Belichick both want to prove that they can be separate and win? You know, would would that be a something if someday you saw Brady on one sideline and Belichick on the other at the Super? Bowl. You know, that would be their idea. You know, Belichick get a hold of, you know, um, Philip Rivers, bring him in, settle him down, teach him how not to throw interceptions like that, and then Brady go uh, somewhere else. And, you know, I mean. And the, ru- uh, and the rumor is that you hear uh, Brady might be headed to the Chargers. That's the rumor <laughs> right. you hear. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a trade. It would probably be one of those things like you see in baseball where, you know, the, the left fielder goes from one team to the other and they, they fill the gap. Something like yeah. that. You know, we're the Patriots aren't going to be shabby. They're going to get somebody if Brady leaves. You know, they, he's not going to just sit there and have some backup. He's, he's well, Chris, do you, uh, do, you, do you think Tom will actually leave the Patriots? He will be a free agent for at least a minute because there's, they can't uh, re-sign him until the way it is, you know, the rules are structured in uh, that day in March, whenever the first one, you know, day before the NCAA, uh, uh, in the middle of the conference tournaments, I guess is when it is. Yeah. Anyway, whenever day that is in March, when the league year starts, he will be a free agent at least for a little while. So um, he's going to be courted and uh, we'll just see what happens. But what I do want to mention before we leave college football, we had uh, uh, Eli Gold, Perry told me, was elected to the uh, Hall of Fame as uh, the, the Chris Schenkel Award winner. Now, that's a misnamed award. I promise you, Chris Schenkel wasn't that good. It should be the no. Keith Jackson Award. Keith yeah, Jackson award be, yeah. Keith Jackson or Ron Franklin, what does it mean? Well, you, you know, when you, and there's even others that did, did a lot. Lindsey Nelson, Kurt Gowdy, Chris Schenkel well, was I not that good. Ron and Brent Musburger even was better. Brent Musburger was even better than Chris Schenkel, I, I promise yeah. you. 
Yeah, I mean, I remember, I remember uh, Chris Schenkel, of course, Chris, in his late years when he bowling. did bowling on ABC. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, he yeah. could win the he could See, win the uh, bowling Hall of Fame award. That'd be all right. My yeah. two, the reason I go Keith Keith Jackson and Ron Franklin because they were simultaneous. Keith Jackson was the ABC afternoon game of the week, and Ron Franklin was the ESPN game of the week for twenty five years. Those were the two natural right. voices for. But that, obviously, forever, but you know, there's all. You know, Pete Jackson can't buy a break with with politics because, hey, he was doing a fine job as the voice of Monday Night Football in 1970, but they could get Frank Gifford, who had never done play-by-play, to do Frank Gifford, I mean, to do play-by-play, and out went Chris Shank, uh, Pete Jackson, and in came Frank Gifford. So, you know, he's always been the victim of the stuff. He's, yeah. you know, and, and then Keith Jackson, and then remember, Keith Jackson did baseball, too. He did. Yeah, and, he did. And, but oh. but when, when the big moment came, Howard Cosell always yelled over him. So That's right. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to uh, in my opinion, Keith Jackson, greatest college basketball announcer oh, yeah. ever. I, I think so. I always get a kick, though. He did college <laughs> basketball. They had an experiment in the mid-90s, Keith Jackson, and they had college basketball on ABC. Keith Jackson and Dick Vitale. And one of the greatest, one of the funniest lines was Dick goes into, it doesn't get like this in college football, Keith. And Keith just looks like, oh, yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing I should mention, while we're talking media, and we really should mention it just briefly, and I don't have the whole obituary, but it's very important, uh, a guy in sports media, history, really, an unusual guy, Don Imus died. And we need to mention Don Imus because of what happened in 1988. WFAN moved from 1050 on the Dow to 660, where WNBC had been, and they already had a contract existing with NBC, WNBC, and the Imus in the morning, and they were trying to get a good show to start the day, and they figured, let's give this a try. They brought in Warner Wolf as his sport guy, and, uh, you know, they had, of course, Charles McCord with the news. They had the usual panel in the background laughing at all the jokes and all that other stuff. And Imus, this first thing, when he started in in the thing was, I don't know anything about sports. I don't like sports. I don't want to do this. As time went on, he, he paid attention. He found out about that. He, he actually started to have some intelligent sports opinions. They'd laugh at him sometimes, but he was, he was you know, part of the show, and, and he and then, brought and it then in. Sp- and then sports got him fired, Chris. Yeah. And then sports yeah, yeah. got him fired because he had a racist comment about the Rutgers women basketball team in 2007. But that 20, that 19 years, when you had Imus in the morning and Mike and Mad Dog in the afternoon, WFAN yeah. was the highest grossing, money-making station in the country. Yeah. And, well, you speaking mention, speaking of Mad Dog, he just got a that. new four-year contract extension from SiriusXM. Yes. Okay, yes. a lot of milk bones for him coming up. All right, yeah, that's and correct. Real, quick, real quickly, call it, uh, while we're on college sports, I, I meant to mention this last week, but it snuck up on us on Sunday. We've had five number one teams. Well, and now, and now six. We, now, we, now, now we've got six. a sixth number one team. A, well, no, we've had six, so we're going to have a seventh number one team. Okay. Oh, for, yeah. for what? And for college is, basketball? For college yes. basketball. That okay. has never happened before January where you had wow. six number one teams lose in that uh, short before January. Okay. That is well, we should probably move on happened. to baseball before time yep. gets totally away from us. We'll run down. Right. Uh, it was pretty busy for the week between Christmas and New Year's and, uh, you know, and, and mm-hmm. all. But Hyun, uh, and, and I may miss this up too, Robert. Hyun Jin Ryu uh, signed with Hung, Toronto. Hyun Jin Ryu. Hyun Jin Ryu. Sorry about Hung that. Jin, yeah, I can yeah, never like get that. Day. Yeah, it's all the same as Hyundai, so I guess yeah. that's where, where it goes. They, now, here again, here's a team that's not going to be very good, but they're trying to bring some fans in or do something to make themselves.
themselves a little credible. He's signed a four-year, $80 million contract with the Toronto Blue Jays, so they'll at least have a decent starter. And he yep. had a good, according to USF, David USF, who's a Dodger fan, he said that the, he had a good year uh, this year. Martin Maldonado is going back to Houston. He's going to be the backup, a two-year contract to be the backup catcher. Francisco Cervelli uh, is going to be go going to Miami for one uh, one year, two million. So that's not a biggie, but uh, they got to have a catcher. Uh, Cole Calhoun, though, he's a pretty good hitter. I like Cole Calhoun. He's going from the Angels. Uh, he's going to Arizona. And, two years, sixteen million dollars. Two years, sixteen million. Correct. We have Dylan Patanzas leaving the Yankees, going to the Mets. Now the Mets can spend some money. And uh, let's see, how many? Uh, what's he going to get? He, I think he's going to get uh, ten point five million. And yes. it's, uh, two years, I think. I two, one no, year it's a one year deal, deal with two two player options, uh, and he okay. can earn yeah. he can earn up to fourteen million if he meets certain incentives this year. That's okay. correct. Yeah. And of course, he's coming off a, a, a season long injury, so that's why right. he's sort of on a conditional thing. Right. Edwin Encarnacion, it's time for him to move again. Yes, he's been with Toronto, he was with Cleveland, he was with the Yankees. Now he's and he'll continue his uh, journey through the American League by going to the Chicago White Sox, and he's going to be uh, there for a year, twelve million. That's usually what he does. Comes in, he's your hired gun. Comes in for a year, and he's your DH. He's a good DH too. Uh, yeah. That's the one that David Ortiz recommended when he was retiring that the Red Sox had not done it because, of course, but the one year they were without a, a good DH when Ortiz had retired, they didn't have JD Martinez yet. But um, so that's a he's a good and, one. And he also and, got a player option for an, another year, also. So. Right, uh, and then let's see. Uh, I think that's all the baseball. No, nope, we have one more. Um, Corey Dickerson, two years and seventeen million with the Marlins. Yep. Okay. All right. The NBA, we had one trade. We had Jordan Clarkson going from Cleveland to Utah for uh, Dante uh, Exum. Exner. Exum, yes. And yeah. actually, actually, yeah. And actually, the, the thing was, uh, the Celtics played the Cavaliers on Friday, and I listened to some of that. And um, Sean Grandy said the Cavaliers are starting to look like a little bit of a team. Of course, they're going to be tra- trading uh, Kevin Love somewhere yeah. before the year's over. But it's, it's starting to build a that, little bit of a nucleus now. Uh, following the West, as I do, um, uh, I think that the deal is going to help Utah out a great deal. They, they also made some other rotten changes. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, go ahead, Sean. I was going to say, well, no, you were talking about that. I was going to talk about some other stuff. Oh, okay. There, uh, they also cut loose Jeff Green, but I expect Jeff Green to be picked up by somebody. Uh, he's a very I good, say, you know, basketball and, and player. off Wednesday, Christmas Day, we had some decent games. Yep. <laughs> As they call it, Chris basketball. That's the thing. Yeah. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, yeah Chris yeah. basketball. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and last had, night I mean, Toronto Baker, came back in here and returned to favor. The Celtics blew them out in, uh, on Wednesday in, in Toronto, and Toronto came in and blew out the Celtics on uh, last Baker, night. Lakers, Clippers, Lakers, Clippers. I mean, the hallway series, as they call it, you know, yeah. hey, yeah. it was. It was, I mean, Milwaukee, Giannis shined on Christmas Day as he expected he would. Uh, Golden State pulling off the upset in Houston, and they almost pulled one. Didn't they pull it off last night? They almost, uh, yeah, they almost did, but Dallas woke up in the fourth quarter and showed them who is. I mean, Golden, yeah, where did this Golden State team come from all, all of a sudden? I mean, I, I mean, national TV against Houston with Harden and Westbrook, and they, I mean, they pulled it off. I mean, well, you know, I, 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 I 
I, I might have been joking when I said this elsewhere, Sean, but I honestly think the Warriors wanted to send the league a message like, hey, you want to flex out of our games? We're going to show you that we can play. You know, Well, the, it may uh, be a little bit of the Miami Dolphins syndrome kicking in yeah. for them because, you know, yeah. the, the team that was supposed to be on the clock and wanting to be, uh, you know, the number one draft choice, blah, blah, blah. And uh, they may be, uh, and the coaches and the players may not have gotten the memo. Yeah. That. Another, another basketball note to mention, too, uh, going back to college, Evansville, Men's yeah. basketball coach oh, yeah. Walter McCarty has been suspended while he's being investigated for Title IX violations. Now, we don't exactly know what the violations were, but Title IX violations. We're suspecting because of kind of comments that Sean Grandy and Cedric Maxwell made on for because he's a former Celtic, so they know him. And uh, they were sort of saying, you know, in this day with accusations, you got to be really careful. So it sounds like there may be a sexual accusation going on. Of course, we don't know yeah. what, whether it's right or wrong, but there's something, uh, I think, of that. That nature that is uh, it must be title nine it must be something pretty big chris because why would you you know if it weren't i don't think you'd want to suspend your coach four days before the conference season starts no no, no. so they've got to no. do investigations and and of course if they don't do their due diligence they'll be in trouble with, with on the title nine uh, score so they need to, to totally check it out so robert we have i know the one moment of uh, glory for hockey at the beginning of the year is the uh the winter classic so tell us about the winter classic in Bombay, dallas uh it'll be in Dallas at the Cotton Bowl, and I read this morning in the Globe that uh, because the Globe does an NHL column every Sunday, uh, 85,000 tickets have been sold for that at the Cotton Bowl in Dallas. So 85,000 people are expected to be there for the Dallas Stars and the National Predators. And, you know, it's good for teams like this who uh, aren't known for their hockey to get a national exposure because they are two decent teams, and the Dallas Stars having to deal with a coaching change due to suspicious circumstances. It has not affected their play at all, um, so it's going to be good for them to get a national stage. And uh, it's, yeah. This is good we for the a, NHL. We have a radio host here at Austin, Brett Keller, BK, uh, from Middays of Train, BK, and the 1049 The Horn. He's actually talking about it. He's, of course, he's going to be at the Texas game for the Alamo Bowl on Tuesday night, but he's making the 300-mile drive from San Antonio to Dallas to be there because he said if Dallas was ever in a winter classic, I was going to be there. So he he's not going to be on the post game show because he's going down to the Texas game. Okay, but he's, he's doing yeah. the drive up to Dallas because he says I got to be there. Okay, so that that that's cool. And of course that'll be one p.m. Eastern. That'll be opposite the uh, two bowl games. You got a bowl game on ESPN, a bowl game on uh, ABC, and you right. have a hockey game on NBC. So you have. And, uh, by, and by the way, for those who follow such things, Chris, speaking of bowl games, your bowl games that air on ESPN, according to what I read. From from the uh, Oklahoma play-by-play man, the those that air on ESPN, ESPN is putting something on its app called Mega Cast, and that's how you're supposed to get the online uh, or the you yeah. know what would what would usually be tuned in of the bowl games is through ESPN's Mega Cast, and I get, I would guess that's through uh, ESPN.com and the ESPN app. Right. And to tell and people, um, yeah, yeah. we've been we kind of were pointing this out I think last week, but maybe we didn't. Those games, pretty much, you can get the local announcers on XM now, Sirius XM, because the uh, the conference channel are picking them up. So it's an ACC team, you get yeah. it on their channel, you know, SEC, so forth, and so you can do that. Or for the big bowls, they're on like 82, 84, 83, uh, down in that uh, neck of the woods. So right. their channels, in order to have it work with uh, Miss A and the other home uh, devices, it has to be the same number as Sirius and XM. So they have to be careful where they put these things. But if they do it uh, that way, then uh, all those channels are on there. So we've been able to get, last night I listened to the Clemson announcers, and the uh, first half I listened to Oklahoma, second half LSU uh, yesterday. Didn't really... Yeah. 
and, bother with Ohio State, but uh, yeah. you know. And, and of course, if you need the bowl schedules, they are at seven one two four three two thirty six forty two on board thirteen. It's all up there for you. Yep, yeah, and they start tomorrow afternoon again. So uh, pick them yep. up. And I think well, we're. Do we have anything else? Anything else? I think that does it. So Sean, why don't you do the wrap up? Okay. Well, okay. As we stated, you can go to 712-432-3642-49, the Sports Lounge Board, Board 13 for all your schedules. Also, you can leave any comments throughout the week, 800-693-0595, option two. That way you, we want to have voicemail. Now, all Things Radio gets a voicemail. We don't. We don't uh, we're so it. jealous. We, we, yeah, we somebody, somebody should leave something this week so that next week we have a message to play. You don't the, even sleep. You will we be the first Voicemail. We're very upset. Right. Yeah, we'll we're be very... the first one. You, I don't know if you'll win a prize. I mean, but yeah, you we'll, know, we'll, 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 we'll name. We'll name. We'll name the voicemail section of the program after you. We can do that. Yeah, you'll go down in history. You'll go down in history. Anyway, and and those of you, of course, you can tell your friends, download the podcast, legendoldies.com, select Sports Live. Also, go to. Excuse me, sorry, I had to sneeze there. Worldwide, all one word, Space Legend, in your podcatcher, then select Sports Lines Live. It'll deliver it to you as it's posted, or on your smart device, say play Worldwide play Worldwide Legend Podcast, and keep saying next to you, Sports Lines Live, or 773-572-7715. It'll probably be up sometime Monday morning. You'll listen on your phone, and that is how everybody can check it out, and we would love to have you all come back next week because next week it's playoffs everything yeah. is getting yeah, it's and a we'll new be, year we'll be, it's a new decade we'll have more, all to that talk, more yeah. talk about the championship uh, coming up so mm-hmm. we'd love to have you come back so, next week yeah, everybody Eastern happy new year enjoy enjoy your new year's eve be safe and uh, your new year's eve your new year's day and all the sport coming up it's a fun time of year and uh, we will be back next week 